<laughs> oh my god. Welcome, boys and ghouls, <gasps> and all those that lieth betwixt. Oh, nice. Those are my favorite candy bars. To our Halloween month-long spooktacular. Halloween! Or... I was going to... Oh, I'm sorry. Did I, yeah. Did I ape your... No, it's fine. I'm already getting a sugar rush off. Go to the music. Totally bright crawlers. Hi, this is Neil Breen. Who's there? Hi, this is Neil Breen. But you should be scared because it is the truth. Hello, shoppers. Welcome to 69 Cents Special. Halloween edition. Special Halloween edition. I'm Kevin Smith. I'm TJ Cole. And um, so for the... <laughs> it's a little weird. For the first four weeks of October... Yeah, we're going to do... Leading up to Halloween Saturday. Uh-huh. Uh, we are doing a Neil Breen movie each week. There will be an episode every Saturday in October. Uh... Because we all know the th- one thing everyone is clamoring for is more 69 cent special content. It's 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 at the top of someone's chart. We haven't met that person, but God. It's it's, it's, it's somewhere. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. It's 69 cent special somewhere. Elon Musk is probably listening to us right now. Absolutely. And assuredly. Uh, uh, because that's why he's had so many bad ideas lately. He's heard us. <laughs> he listened to us, which is not good life advice. <laughs> There's a lot of blue and red ones in this bag. He's eating a lot of trolleys. Those Ooh. those don't taste as good as I remember. They don't have as much tang. Not as much tang. I mean, these ones I... Speaking of tang, have you ever had tang? I have had tang. It's weird. It's not good. No. Don't know why they considered it an astronaut drink. No, because it was it was an astronaut drink. It was dehydrated, probably. Yeah. So, um, so we, we're watching a Neil Breen movie. Um, yes. Now, you might be thinking, hold on. You said for the first four weeks... Of October. There are five Breen movies. There's five Breen movies. We don't want to talk about Double Down. <laughs> no. Uh, there's nothing to talk about. We're not... Uh, um, I will link uh, the Red Letter Media episode where um, Rich Evans explains Double, Double Down. Down. Yeah. it's uh, Double Down is Neil Breen's first movie for those... Uh, uh, well, yep. let's give a little primer on Neil Breen who for, is? for shoppers that aren't familiar. Who is Neilicus Neil Breen? So, uh, Neilicus Neil Breen, known by his human name Neil Breen, mm-hmm. um, he is a is Las he... Vegas native. Yes. Uh, I believe... Or at least a Las Vegas local. We don't know if he's native. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know if he was born here. Um, I believe he was an... He, was or still is an architect by trade. Yes. And he uh, produces movies he, as a hobby. He makes movies just for the hell of it. Just for fun. Loves it. Um, charges a little bit too much for, per movie. Yeah, a little archaic in terms of his distribution model as well. Although, Although his latest movie is available for rental on YouTube. It is, yes. You can actually pay to rent it on YouTube, which is a first. It Honestly, I kind of hope he does he does that for his whole catalog dude he can make bank if not bank like it would still be nice to be able to it's still beer money yeah it'd like, be nice to throw it on you know because sometimes i have a craving yeah just like hey here i'll pay five bucks and have it for a month that's not how youtube rentals work, I, I don't know how youtube rentals work. I, that's how uh i, I believe think, it's that's uh, how amazon rentals work i think mm, no 
No? Is it just like you pay once and watch it? It's uh, 48 hours after you start watching it. Got it. Okay. Um, I believe. Or, uh, yeah, okay. Um, and I think YouTube is much the same. Got it. Which is kind of how you would expect, like, streaming rentals to work. Yeah. yeah it makes total sense. Because you, you basically have to start it when you first play yeah, it. It's, it's on demand. It's yeah. not like a like a blockbuster where it's like you can rent it and like it falls between your seat cushions for a week and then you're like, oh yeah, I rented uh, Dr. Doolittle 2 on DVD. And I was hoping that no one would remember, but now... I was trying to hide it from... Myself. The prying eyes of the world. Of the Lord. Because I feel shame in that I rented Dr. Doolittle 2 on DVD. Um, but yeah, so you can't do that. But anyway, Neil Breen... Neil... Neilicus Brinicus. He makes probably some of the best bad movie content so, that I've ever seen. It is transcendent. It's, like, there's nothing else in the, in my opinion, there's nothing else in the bad movie world like Neil Breen. No, absolutely not. Because, all right, Tommy Wiseau, mm-hmm. at least The Room. Yes. Uh, the stuff after the room yeah, is a little like, bit tainted with his own image. Yeah, like neighbors and whatever. Um, right. And the Tommy Y show. It gets a little too self-aware. Yeah, he, he's, he's aware. Mm-hmm. But that one has... It looks okay. Yes. Uh, Decent it, production value. It looks almost like someone knew almost what they were doing. Yeah, it, it's it's it's... Treading the uh, treading the border or, of competent, or rather, because of what we quote unquote know from Greg Sestero's uh, recounting of it, yeah, um, what was memoirs, what, what wasn't uh, dramatized, correct? Um, he didn't know what he was doing, but the people he hired did. Yes. Um. So there, there's a little bit more quality there. Um, Birdemic, uh, Birdemic comes close. Yes, to Neil Breen, I think it is close. It vi- like after Birdemic, it's the same sort of situation with Neil Breen, where it becomes very self-aware. Um, so like the movies after, uh, you mean uh, similar to Tommy Wiseau, where it's very aware, very self-aware. Yeah, yeah, because you what said Neil Breen. Oh fuck, sorry, I meant Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, because um, the the beautiful part, the most incredible part about Neil Breen, is he is. He, uh, one of his sort of things that he repeats over and over is that these are not midnight movies. These are full feature length movies. <laughs> he almost did. TJ just now basically did exactly like with pauses and everything. <laughs> it's hard not to, it's hard not to enunciate like him. Um, but yeah, he think he's like, he's going for it. Yeah, so every he, single time he does screenings of his new movies like across yeah. the nation, and has full on like Q and A's and stuff. Yeah, and the amazing thing is, even though the, Neil Breen has become one of the icons in the so bad it's Absolutely. good movie community, yes, he still doesn't get it, or or, or he is so deluded. <laughs> Here's the thing: it's entirely possible, mm-hmm. nay plausible, mm-hmm. that he does get it. But he doesn't care. That's also a possibility, yes. Uh, Probably a bigger one. And, like, because I don't want to assume that he's so far up his own ass that, like, he doesn't know Mm -hmm. what the fuck. Because, honestly, he has some good ideas. 
it's, it's he's the type and he's, of person and he's trying to innovate every single time and i i respect that and you can definitely see as his movies progress he's trying things he's, and and he's getting better he, frankly. he is like objectively i mean yes. okay in, uh, not in really some but... areas well better as in he's got new stuff yeah um he's, he's playing with new toys yeah and you know what i respect that and no two of his movies are bad in the same way that is the incredible part as well he's evolving his badness which is just it, it honestly looks like someone is doing a hobby and we're just making and we get fun to watch. of we're just making fun of their shitty paintings. But usually with uh it's it's the type of person who does a hobby but it feels like they're insulating themselves from anyone else doing that hobby or taking advice right. from anyone he, else in the hobby. He very clearly has not seen a movie <laughs> possibly ever at all. Oh man. But like he has he definitely has not seen a movie done in the last like 15 years. Oh, absolutely not. Assuredly. Cuz he yeah. hasn't stolen anything. No. It's it's I mean, well, he got close with his latest movie, sure. which we will discuss when we watch it. Sure, but like <laughs> which okay. is going to be necessary cuz I don't remember a goddamn thing. I mean, the last time the only time we watched that movie, we were high as fuck. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, that's going to be an eye-opener. Uh that's been true of all of these which is yeah. so this is going to be like a kind of a weird experience for both of us i think it's gonna it's <laughs> for lack of a better term sobering um because we haven't i know i've seen fateful findings i've seen fateful findings sober because that's a what, couple times spoiler alert that's our favorite brain movie yes absolutely and it's the one we're watching after this one correct we're uh, we are watching these in chronological order of release uh accepting double down Right. As we've said. If we cut off the first one, mm-hmm. chronological, chron- chronological order. Chronological order. Gynecological order. order. Yep. Yeah, uh, Obstetrix and gynecological order. Um, that sounds like a guild in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, the Obstetrix order. I am Clarn of the Obstetrix order. I'm here to help you deliver your baby. Oh. Open up. Honey, the, the doula's here. <laughs> yeah. Ah, you knew me. <laughs> yeah. Um, My name is Ma Doula Oblongata. <laughs> and that's the funniest joke we'll tell this episode. Ah, uh, tip your waiter. Um, um, <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, Neil Breen. Like, like Kevin was saying, it's just like evolving bad. It is. It's never bad in the same way. And... But the hilarious thing is it feels like all the movies are exactly the same script. Which is fucking astounding. It is, he keeps making the same goddamn movie, but fucking it up in a different way every time. He's exploring one facet of something it's in like, every way possible. It's like someone who does like a series of meditations on like, uh, you know, oh, I did a series of works based on me listening to Blue Danube. Yes, or like I did a bunch of paintings using the color blue. Or like I painted the same person every day for 30 days. Yes. Um, It feels like that, but... There are variations, but... But a lot of it... This movie actually sets up a lot of his like... Mythos. (laughs) Well, no, Double Down does. (laughs) That's true. And we'll discuss parts of Double Down because they're important for understanding sort of the tropes of Breen. I think we'll we'll sprinkle it in when we need it. The tropes of Breen sounds like a a city in a treetop. Or a book that we write. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the tropes of Breen. Um, Flip to page 24 for the worksheet. (laughs) 
Uh, I'm not going to do a worksheet. <laughs> oh, dang it. Real talk, though, worksheets were probably my favorite thing to do in school. I didn't mind them at all, yeah. Because well, I liked the crazy, like, it's projects. Very, it's very directed. Yeah. No, know? it's very clear. Very. I like clear directions. Mm-hmm. I like clear erections. <laughs> I like Clearasil for my face. Uh, <laughs> sponsored by nothing. Again. Oh. Once again, we have music in the middle of this podcast. We can easily throw an ad in there. Listen, I will read any old goddamn thing y'all pay me to read. Purple Mattress? Audible? Some sex toy place? I mean, Adam and Eve? Maximum Restraints? We know you sponsor We know you sponsor Penguin Zero. Yeah. Otherwise known as Moist Critical. Yeah. We will gladly slap these what? microphones with flashlights. No, we won't we will not do that. What? We will not do that. I Adam like the mi- <laughs> I like the microphones too much. That's true. Like we will do like too much. <laughs> some gross sex toy ASMR. Um, uh, you didn't need to make the noise. Um, <laughs> the pop. <laughs> um, so, so the first movie okay. that we are watching in this Halloween is a is Breeny Weenie. I am here. Um, I am here now. Now. Uh, there are four periods. Four periods. That, that's is, the first Shyamalan-esque twist of this movie. Right. Is the title screen appears, cloud, space, whatever the fuck he's mm-hmm. talking about. I am here, dot, 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 dot. You expect now to come up now. Dot. <gasps> now. Oh. <laughs> there it is. Once the fourth dot comes up, your, your brain is like, hold on. Is he going to do two ellipses? Or is he just going to keep going with dots until the end of the screen? What's going on? Now. Oh, it just happens then. Okay. He just added an extra period. Um, I am here now. now. Is because I cannot remember most of Pass Through or any of Twisted Pair mm-hmm. is my second favorite Breen movie. <laughs> um, so in my okay. In in my brain. In your brain. In my brain. Um, there's a couple types of Breen movies. Okay, hit me. You have, and these have sort of become mixed in the newer movies. Mm-hmm. But for a while, it felt like he was alternating between super genius hacker character story and, Jesus. and supernatural character yeah. story. And so, Double Down was super hacker. hacker. This was supernatural. Faithful Findings was. A little bit of supernatural, but mostly hacker. Yes. Pass through was, I think, supernatural, if I remember correctly. Because he talks he, about like snapping his fingers. But and didn't killing. he also hack? He he might have also hacked. So it was mostly supernatural with a pinch of hacking. Okay. And then uh, twisted pair is he is supernaturally is hacked. Nevada State College. Yeah. And um. Absolutely. So the this sun, this is one the science lab. This of, is sort of the purest supernatural movie he I has. I think so. And yeah. I don't mean that I don't mean that in that it's a supernatural fan fiction movie because it's not. Um although you could read that into it and it would be throw wild. the winchesters in here. Um throw the wind chimes in here. <laughs> ding ding ding. So we open uh basically the first 20 minutes of this movie are a baffling mess. Um 
uh, I believe you mean the first uh, 86 minutes of That's this true. movie. The first 86 minutes of this movie before the credits um, are a baffling mess. But um, I'm going to try and step through the plot here. Okay. So we open. We do. We see space. Space. Then we get clouds. Mm-hmm. Then we get a desert somewhere in Nevada. Uh, almost assuredly just outside of Las Vegas. Yes. 23 miles out of Las Vegas. Uh, minimum. Uh, according to a sign. Mm-hmm. Um, we see that a comet has fallen and there is some crystal tchotchke ball mm-hmm. that has landed on Earth. And I believe contain- is implied to have contained Neil Breen? It's implied to be like a spaceship or something. Right. Um, and there's a laser pointer pointing at it. How do we... How do we meet Neil Breen in this film? Um, so we see doll heads in the desert. Mm-hmm. He, he walks barefoot past We them. see a skull that was assuredly bought at a dollar store next to a rubber tarantula. Yes. And then we see six small wooden crucifixes. Yeah. Crucif- crucif- Crucifies? Crucifices? Cru- crucipodes? Uh, crucipodes, I believe it I is. think it's crucipodes. Um, oh, <laughs> Crucipinges? <laughs> Cruciflanges? <laughs> cruci... cruci uh, bobbity booby. Um, and so we then see the crystal thing. Mm-hmm. We see his feet Which? with holes in them. Oh, yes. Like, Well, a, a, a implied nail holes in them. So uh, we're like, oh, he's like a Jesus figure. It is It is bad makeup. Slow... Pa- uh, uh, note about Breen movies. He really loves slow yeah really love slow they, they are not movies to watch if you if you want like a fast-paced uh anything yeah if you want an action movie even his action movie is pretty slow yep um, um he's very deliberate very to the, to a fault uh yeah. but it's hilarious because i imagine that directors or cinematographers are deliberate to point something out to the audience. Yes. To make things clearer. Mm-hmm. The opposite happens. Or well, it's either that or to like create a tension, a te- either a tense or lackadaisical mood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's one or the other. Yeah. Right. It depends on the mood of the film. I, I think he's going for tension here. Yeah, he's going. He's trying to build something. Unfortunately, despite him being an architect, he's not very good at building very much. <laughs> fucking got him uh uh so that's not very fair to him it's not architects don't build anything yeah they don't it's they like design yeah that's like that's like being mad at a mm-hmm. at a web designer for not being a full stack developer is that a is that something personal in your life or no I, I'm, I'm saying like there are plenty of really good designers that don't necessarily have the skills or knowledge set to be a developer. Right. It helps. Sure. But it's not necessary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, there's plenty of people who are hired as designers and not developers. It's totally fine. Sure. Anyway. So, uh, blah, blah, blah. Neil Breen, slow pan up. You see the lab coat he clearly stole he's, from a college. He's he's wearing a lab coat like it's supposed to be a robe. Yeah. Like, like a Jesus robe. Oh, you're... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's you're getting to it. Mystical Jesus. His hands also have stigmata. Um, um the hands only are, on the back. Yeah, the hands are facing away from us. We see the stigmata on the back. And then, as the camera pans up, he flips his hands around. He's got what's on his wrist? 
old ram sticks. <laughs> so he's a cyber Jesus. He's a cyber Jesus. Here he is, the robo Jesus. Continue to pan up. He's got a motherboard taped to his chest. Whoa. Under his lab coat. No And then you coolant. see the face of Breen himself. Ah. What, what Jack from Doctor Who turns into, the face of Breen. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I saw a post one time uh-huh. that was like, what if Jack just said that to fuck with him? That he was the face of Bo? Yeah. Just said great. that to fuck with the doctor. Like That's, that's A-plus work. Hey, face of Bo. Yes. If the doctor ever asks what happened to me... I'm you. Say you're me. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, that's dope as shit. Fist bump. Oh, wait. Can't. <laughs> just a face. Just punch me in the forehead. Um. But yeah, like, you see the face of Breen, and he's... <laughs> Oh, God Almighty! Well, he is in this film. In this film, yeah. Um, it, Breen Almighty. <laughs> Breen Almighty is my favorite of those three movies. <laughs> Dude, we should watch those as a trilogy. <laughs> Bruce Almighty. Uh, the other one was Steve Carell. Oh, uh, uh, it's, it's it's Noah, but yeah, I don't remember. Steve Almighty. Steve Almighty. Uh, and, and then I, I am, am here, here now. now. Yeah. Exactly. It's the it's it's it, like the it's like the order you're supposed to watch the Star Wars films in. Yes. Yeah. Um so Neil Breen like you said he he tends to cat like it's either supernatural or or hacking. Feels a lot like a wish fulfillment thing. It's very much that. And uh, what what and a power fantasy. Oh, 100% a power fantasy because there is clearly, under all of this mm-hmm. movie frosting, a cake made of hatred of politicians. Absolutely. And a hatred of, of banks and oh. corrupt businessmen. And you know what? I accept your I accept your movie making, Comrade Breen. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with the sentiment. You're weird. I kind of adore the artistic output of these feelings. Uh, listen, when people are like, well, you know, in these hard times, at least we're going to get some good music out of it. And then we never get any good music out of it. Um, Neil Breen is taking all of that creative energy from everyone else. He's, he's like the reason why. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's he, a good point. He's the reason why we haven't gotten any good protest music. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Neil Breen has taken it, filtered it through his I, I real human brain. I should specify, I have not been like looking for i haven't either uh any so if any does exist i'm going to look like there an probably asshole. is a little bit at least at, at least now but yeah oh yeah at this uh, yeah i'd hope um but yeah. anyway neil, uh neil breen uh in this film is jesus he's god he's cyber jesus he has created humanity he explains as such that's one one feature of breen movies is the incredibly blunt dialogue and yet you find out so very little. But yeah, it's simultaneously blunt and vague, simultaneously clear and completely inhuman. It's so dense. Every frame. And yet there's so little. <laughs> it's it's like a it's like a like a rock. <laughs> it's a little bit like a rock. So dense, but there's no nutritional value. There's nothing in it. You you'll eat it if you got pica. Yeah. But other than that, my favorite Pokemon is Pikachu. Um, and so Neil Godbreen 
uh, he appears. He does this talking about like I'm disappointed in the humans because mm-hmm, they're destroying their. They their ruined Earth. my experiment or whatever. Yeah. And then he says something about the other planets in the solar system. The other planets in the solar system are doing fine. They respect like there's also a thread of uh, like renewable energy and respecting nature yes. in here. Um, Very the common about things with him. There's a lot. Yeah, I mean these themes are basically present in almost all of his movies. Mm-hmm. And these are all themes that I agree with. Yes. I just feel they're so... Weirdly spoken about. Weirdly spoken and, like, poorly... Thought out. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it, He understands what's going on, but not why. Right. And But the, the funny thing is, is that it doesn't feel like there's any mental, like, gymnastics no. to get to his point. It's just like... He got to step two, and he was like, that's all I need. Yeah. It's amazing. He's because, like, like, politicians and businessmen are corrupt. And they're in it for the money. Therefore, That's just, it. just kill them all. That's all I need. <laughs> just fucking wipe them out. Right. Um, and I'm like, get the guillotine. <laughs> let's, let's go, boys. Let's bust that out. <laughs> let's go, Breen. Team Breen. Um, <laughs> let's stand down, Breen team. <laughs> Eyes on Breen. Um, <laughs> and uh, so we, in the desert is also a couple. Uh, we assume. Uh, man and brawless woman. Oh. That's well, another another, thing. another trend in Breen movies. Another uh, trope of Breen. You can consider this episode sort of an intro to Breen as well as a discussion of this, this is movie. Breen 101. This is this is Breen 101 introduced with I am here now. now. Because I don't think Double Down is a really good way to introduce yourself to him. No, it, it's it's by far the least engaging. Um, it's also only thirty minutes of footage repeated three times. Yes, and it, it gets frustrating. It's it like almost feels like it pushes you out of the. He movie. does repeat footage as often as he possibly can. He also does show his ball sack in that movie, though. So if you want to see the back of his ball sack, watch yes. Double Down. That is the one to watch. Yeah. For that. Yeah. Um, you don't get sack or ass in this film. You get. Uh, you do get Brawless Ladies, which is a uh, That's a, a trope. That's the one I was going to get at. Yes, that's um, what, yeah. If you take a shot every time that there's a woman not wearing a bra in these films, you will die. You will die. Of uh, alcohol poisoning. And if you take one where there is a woman uh, wearing a bra. You'll be stone cold sober. You will be so stober. Sto- stober. Stober. <laughs> it's my favorite movie starring Dave Bautista. <laughs> That was a super Stober. joke. <laughs> Stober's is my favorite uh, microwave meal. Bowl. Ah, that's a good one. Um, but yeah, no bras. None. In any of these fucking movies. Nope. And I don't know if it's... This movie has burned their bras. I don't know if it's because he's a dirty old man. I, I don't know. Or like what? There are some scenes in this that make me say, he's a dirty old man. He's definitely a dirty old man, especially in this film. Yeah, there's a we'll we'll talk about that. This film and Fateful Findings are pretty dirty old man. They're pretty uh pretty gross. Uh in parts. The uh Twisted Pair is pretty hilarious in that regard. It's not as dirty. It's just more like what the fuck are you doing? Right. Uh Fateful yeah. Findings is a bit diddly. Um at, at least he does one noble thing in that movie in regards to that in Fateful Findings. Uh-huh. Uh where he refuses the the advances. Of that one character. I don't want to spoil it for the next episode. I can't believe I've forgotten that, but we'll... Where's she, where's... Huh? He turns down the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, yeah, I, I was thinking of a different character. You're right. Yes. Okay, yeah, you're absolutely right. But but he did also write that into the film, so... Yeah, so it's like, ooh. Uh, you're still a dirty old man, Neil. Yeah, anyway. Um, 
you horn dog. But yeah, no bras at all. But a lot more open shirts. Yeah, this is like like the kind like they're not like V necks, but they're like the ones that are open in the cleavage. Yeah. And so there's a lot of like almost tension in terms of like when there's more tension in will we see nipple yeah than in uh the rest of the movie like the plot yeah it almost feels like there is there's just double stick tape double stick tape god mm-hmm. almighty directly on the nipple yeah and that's the only thing keeping the shirt on and i'm like that's gonna hurt coming off well but like why would you design this like Give him like a normal shirt. Well, the, the the intention there, right, is to up the sex appeal of the film. But, but it's, it's starring... always in like completely inappropriate places. Yeah, exactly. It's just their their normal wear. Yeah, it's not a scene where like they've signed up to be sexy for this. It's, scene. it's not like a like a oh a scene where female character A is trying to entice other character B. I'm not going to imply any. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not going to imply any sexual orientation. Um. And so, like, they're like, ooh, open the shirt sort of thing. No, it's like wind. Right. Yeah. It's just like these these women are walking around without bras for no reason. Bud Light. Bud Light. So, yeah. No, so th- it was Miller Light. Oh, Miller Light. You're right. So these two characters are sitting on the open tailgate of, of this, this guy's or, pickup or something. Yeah. Um, drinking. The guy shoots his gun in the air. The girl there, goes, there's you're a co- crazy. There's a cocaine. There is a cocaine. An entire uh, brick of it. Yep. And he shoots the gun in the air, and she's you're like, you're crazy. crazy. You're, you're crazy. And then he points the gun at his head, and click, because he's out of ammo. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, he's crazy. And then he uh, shoots up drug. Uh, except he does it wrong. Except he doesn't, and now he's bleeding a lot. Um, but he doesn't seem to mind. No, he's no big deal. Um, and then Neil Breen appears before them. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And he rips their spines out. <laughs> Finish him. Fatality. I am here. Nowality. Brintality. <laughs> ah. Fatality. I cannot brain. believe I ripped your spine out. Um, <laughs> no, he kills them. In this. I cannot believe you committed suicide. <laughs> that's a that's a joke you'll understand in the next episode. Or if you've seen the movie. Or if you've seen the movies. Um. So he appears before them and he's like, "Give me your clothes." <laughs> I'm. Yeah. Basically. Uh, she asks. Is this heaven? Do we die and go to heaven? Uh, he does his stuff about like being disappointed in yeah, the human race. I, and, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Which is always worse. Yeah. Another thing with Breen, he has like one emotion and that's like general disappointment. Yeah. Even when he's happy. Yeah. Like he just has a weird smile on top of like the, yeah. the sad eyes. He's yeah. Just, like, sad. In, in tired the, in the he's just old sort yeah. of yeah not I mean, like i get it we don't think he's depressed no i mean like from what i've seen of things outside of his he's movies, actually kind of jolly yeah he seems like a he enjoys doing this stuff yeah. and like a fucking more power to him i want him to keep doing this please. until he feels like he doesn't want to please anymore. god keep doing this keep going man you are a legend um, um and so yeah he basically he has the power to freeze frame do, 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 and uh <laughs> if he had more of a budget do you think he would have gotten rights to the jay giles band song no no he probably just would have put a weird sound effect oh we forgot about the 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 quick cuts between him and stupid oh yes. mask him 
So there's there's a scene where he's like looking back and forth, and it's, you just see it's his a shot face. where he, he uses this a lot. Yeah, and then there's like a weird sound and it like blinks, and then he's wearing like a zombie Tommy Wiseau mask. With yeah, like, it's it's very clearly bought at Party City. It, I think it's just to emphasize he is not of this world. He is not. But that's man. We don't need it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think we need that exactly. No. Um, because it's it's supposed to be like oh he's an alien. Right, like right, said. right. But yeah, I don't know. You could have just got a mask for like a gray or something. Well, I think that would because the thing is, racist. if the gray aliens didn't want us to be racist against them, they would stop probing people. <laughs> All right, here's my hard line stance: I am racist against gray aliens. <laughs> they probe our cows and our us. And our us. And they, well, they don't even, they don't just probe our cows. They mutilate. They them. mutilate our cows, which we totally don't do. We raised them so we could do it. Right? Let us do it. Damn God. It. If you want a burger, just ask. We've dude. got plenty of places you can buy one. We got burgers. We got burgs. We got five guys that will make you burgers and fries, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's. And they'll give you they're way pretty, too many fries. Pretty fucking good burgers and fries, too. Yeah. This Bitch. episode sponsored by no one. <laughs> if you want to sponsor us. Five guys, if you want to sponsor us. Dude, we will. Oh, oh my God. Can you can oh. you eat their fries? Yeah, absolutely. Peanut oil doesn't contain the allergen. Really? Mm-hmm. As far as I understand. Well, I've had no issues with peanut oil. <laughs> I'd hope not. <laughs> I just explode. <laughs> It just takes a really long time. Yeah. It's like, it's like eating a ton of Krabby Patties. Like, it all goes straight to my thighs, and then I blow up. Yeah. Um, It'll do that. Yep. And so, anyway, back to the movie. We're still on, like, the first 10 minutes. <laughs> much we're like, going to we're gonna fucking bullet train through the rest of this Yeah, plot, much though. like many of our other films that we've talked about, Neil Breen movies, you just fucking rocket through the plot. It's... It's sort of incredible. We'll 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 hit a few because I, I I personally want to leave some bits. No, yeah, for our shoppers to discover on the, their own. The thing about these movies is, that unlike most of the movies that we watch for the show, yes, we want you to see these. Oh, these these are if you like. I'd hope that by listening to this podcast, you have an interest or a desire or an existing interest in bad movies Mm -hmm. maybe you maybe you put on bad movie nights for your friends maybe it's just a guilty pleasure for us it's completely not a guilty pleasure it's just it's just an erotic experience yeah and uh, (laughs) just a bacchanalian fucking romp i mean i was thinking that but i wasn't sure if you were (laughs) doing that are we on the same page we're on the same page on this one why am i wearing pants (laughs) i am here now (laughs) um Double down. And uh, uh that's a fateful finding. Yeah. I got a twisted pair now. <laughs> Let me pass through your butthole. <laughs> ah, uh, you're through me. Ah, you've popped out the other side. Um we it's like a duck whoops. Uh-oh. Yippee. And um but no, these brain movies like the the two movies, at least when I think of people getting into bad movies, mm-hmm. are nowadays The Room is Obviously. sort of the top tier. Mm-hmm. Birdemic. Yep. Shock and Terror. 
Um, maybe Troll 2? Maybe. Uh, and, I mean, if you're old school, maybe something like Plan 9? Yeah. Plan uh, but those, those are sort of a different breed. Plan 9 is, like, is its own beast. Yes. I feel it. Of Yucca Flats. Beast of Yucca Flats. There you go. Um, uh, or uh, Space Mutiny. Is right. A lot of Rift Tracks stuff. Rift Tracks, Mystery Science Theater, that kind Red of Letter thing. Media. Um, there's, there's plenty of them. Uh, and with, with the internet, there's been a wonderful explosion of people showing off these movies mm-hmm. that no one else has heard of that are just legendarily bad. The, yeah. And so... Arguably, we are just another drop in a very oversaturated market. Right. But we enjoy doing this stuff, so fuck it. Um, If you would like to make it more financially viable for us to continue (laughs) doing this. We are doing this in a cardboard box. Help. Uh, Uh, Our internet connection is literally two cell phones taped to a squirrel. Uh, I've been leeching off of Starbucks (laughs) for for two years now. And, uh, And so, but to me... If I were introducing someone to sort of my... Because I feel each person has their own sort of group of bad movies. Yeah, their own That taste. defines their taste. Yeah. To me, they are The Room, mm-hmm. Birdemic, Fateful Findings, and I would personally throw in... It's not technically like a bad, bad movie, but something like uh, Future Sport. For me... That's more of a B movie than a bad movie. For me, but. it would be... The Room. Uh-huh. Fateful Findings. Yes. Uh, Flying Ryan. I Yeah, that's... Yes. And... Battlefield Earth? No? The Final Sacrifice? Oh, shit. That's a good choice. But specifically, just the Mystery Science Theater... Yeah. Don't watch the movie on its own. No. The that that was the the first ever episode of Mystery Science Theater I watched was The Final Sacrifice. That's the first one that I watched that I really got into. Yeah. Considered by some to be the best Mystery Science Theater episode. Considered ever. by me. I I I me it's like a tie between that one and Space Mutiny. Like I fucking anyway. So good. Anyway. So but yeah, we could you could use these as like a primer essentially for bad movies. And I think that goes back to what we were saying earlier about these are so unique in their badness. Each and every one. Each and every one. It's it, each one is an infinity stone of garbage. This one is probably the time stone. <laughs> That's because it takes forever. It's an eighty-six minute movie, but it feels like eight hours. Uh, that, uh, that's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is that he he gets way better at holding your attention. He does in more and more strange ways. Which, and this movie is like. Okay, I get it. But his next movie, I think, is when he really it clicks. Really click. But uh, so, how far in do we want to talk about this film? Let Let's go over some of our favorite parts. So yeah, let's just do in, that. In general, just a very, and, very and we're vague be going over the movie. Probably out of chronological order with yeah. a lot of these. But in in very vague terms, basically, yeah. the movie is Neil Breen, extraterrestrial space Jesus, mm-hmm. has come down to Earth to review humanity, uh, uh, much like we're doing. Exactly. Um, and is disappointed, uh, Much like but is are. going to try and give humanity a second chance by killing some gangsters and politicians and politicians and, uh, giving a girl, a husband 
and saving sexing a woman sec we can't tell but maybe putting his alien ween in her vagoo um and in her earthling vagine earthling <laughs> earthling vagine sounds like a saturday night live character well i wanted to like rhyme with alien ween uh alien ween and earthling vagine is my favorite like that's my favorite it's my me- favorite picture book <laughs> men are from mars women are from venus <laughs> Don't give us that look. You know what you signed up for. I do. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and in the end, the uh, Earthling Vagine girl, I don't know her name. I, listen, shoppers, if you can figure out what any goddamn person's name in this movie oh, is, because I don't think a single one is introduced. I, I don't remember a single one being introduced, and that's why... Um, actually, instead of like, we will go over some of our favorite bits. Mm-hmm. But one of my one of the things that I think is really fun to do with Neil Breen movies when sober is overanalyzing <laughs> them. It's also fun to do when you're uh, like inebriated, very very wasted. Yes, but it's more coherent. <laughs> yes, when you're sober. And um, I could, I was actually thinking. Yeah, dude. About why characters don't have names in this. Hit me. It feels almost like he's trying to do a fairy tale or a morality tale. It's definitely a morality tale. Yeah, but it feels almost like they're, fairy tale They're archetypes more than people. Exactly. They The archetypes are tattoo on back, man <laughs> with torn shirt. Well, yeah. Brawless, brawless, and brawless in Seattle. Um, <laughs> German Weird Al lookalike. Yes. <laughs> Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Politician, politician, politician. Politician in Seattle. Ted Turner. Ted Turner. Uh, who is he def- doesn't understand character archetypes is what I'm saying. Um, but like, yeah, they're they're probably meant to be more... Yeah. Yeah. It, it feels very like, this is representative of a group. Yes, exactly. And I'm that's also to. probably why all of their dialogue is so blunt. Yeah. They're not meant to be people. For instance, we have politicians saying, now that we've paid off all of our politicians in Washington, (laughs) we can now prevent renewable energy such as solar panels from becoming the norm. That's almost word for word a line. And it's like, it's like if Wikipedia wrote a book, it's like wrote a script, not a book. If an AI procedurally generated a book, but what it was fed was a like... 2007 deviant art screed oh fuck that's good as it's like starter that's my favorite butt rock band deviant art screed <laughs> when you open your <laughs> wait that's alter bridge that is alter bridge you fucking idiot i'm an uncultured swine alter bridge is a good band damn it yeah uh, well someone has to think so dude mark Tremonti's a fantastic guitarist there were a lot of bands that were just creed huh Oh, I mean, that that era was Creed and Creed-alikes, yeah. It's like now we have roguelikes. <laughs> They're I, all honest, just like a different twist. I kind, of, I kind of feel called out because like most... I love roguelikes. <laughs> most of the games that I've played mm-hmm. in the past like, I don't want, two years have been roguelikes. Right. Uh, <laughs> but that 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 musical motion in that, in that era was just Creed-likes. I like it. <laughs> Permadeath being Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that's the opposite of that. My sacrifice. 
Uh, yeah, Deviant uh, Art Screed would just be Creed songs, but like about furry porn. <laughs> Can you take me higher? <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> to the place. <laughs> Sonic B. <laughs> <laughs> you can't steal my OC. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, DeviantArt Screed, new album out yesterday. I would love it if it was also like uh, formatted on the CD cover so it looks like it's saying DeviantArt's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> God. That's so good. <laughs> um, Why is I Nick pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> gonna search for four pigs now <laughs> you don't have to search they're right there <laughs> oh, well found them <laughs> uh, don't look up vor um, my sacrifice oh, oh, oh golden <laughs> uh so new brain golden creed it sounds uh, like a boxer yeah so okay all the characters in this, it, my theory uh-huh. was that part of the reason why everyone was so blunt um, was that Neil Breen as Space Jesus can get their like inner intention mm-hmm. with what they're doing. Yeah. Like they wouldn't be actually like saying empath. this. It's like an empath. Right. But he, because he's an alien, he doesn't have act like he's not getting both the inner intent and the actual words being stated Mm. he's just getting the inner intent yeah so they're not actually saying those things which are way too blunt and nobody talks like that yeah that that was actually a really interesting thought about a neil breen film was that it's sort of like everything is portrayed through the eyes of the alien yes um the only counterpoint I'll make to that is every movie that he makes is like that. Yeah, I'm saying he's an alien in every movie. He he might just be actually an alien. Well, okay, so <laughs> they're not quite human in Fateful Findings. They are a lot more human than this movie. It's true. True, true. Um, there are actual characters. In- and there's anger in at least one person's voice at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple characters, yeah. But in... I am here now. No. Very few people have malice towards another person. Yeah. In their voice. Oh, in their Oh yeah. No, the the vocal acting in this is flatter than a pancake. Yeah, I'm go- I know the actual character motivations. Right. Well, there's a scene where uh, the gang members beat the ever-loving <laughs> shit out of another guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of for, the funniest for scenes like I've ever seen. 2 minutes of uh, non-stop Stop each punch punching being at noise. least a foot away from this man's face. Some of which are jumping punches. Jumping, diving punches. Like th- this Terry Crews dude. He goes all out. We call him, I mean, he looks a little bit like Terry Crews. He doesn't actually look that much like Terry not, Crews. He's not like... He's a larger black man. Yeah. Uh, we um, just, we're just like... Hey, sort we're of, never given a name for the character. We, we don't know. Yeah. Um, he does say the line, what this damn piece of garbage. And he does and make a very a fun face. It makes a great face. See, like, and then there was a scene where he was doing like a speech or something. Yeah, and, and said, you you mentioned yeah. So go he ahead. he was doing this thing where he was um, he was pausing after a few words, mm-hmm. 
And I was like, why would he do that? You know, like, why would you keep that take? Yes. And I was thinking, he's doing it on purpose. Mm-hmm. It seemed intentional. It seemed kind of Shakespeare-y. Yeah. It wasn't on iambic pentameter. No, um, and it wasn't like... And it wasn't measured out. Right. But he was pausing for emphasis after a lot of different words. Um, We're good. And it didn't seem unintentional. It didn't seem like a fuck-up. No, it seemed like he was doing it that way. But uh, I, I... Yeah, I'd never noticed that before. Mostly because most of the time I watch this movie, I am gone. I am there. I am... Hi. I am gone now. now. Um, but... There's a subplot with a dude in a wheelchair that Neil Breen makes young. Could you call it a subplot? No, it's more like... It's a, three nearly unconnected scenes. Yeah. Uh, cancer chemo is killing him. Um, yeah, he's in a wheelchair. He He's getting chemo, but he only has a month left to live. Yes. Um, he's looking remarkably good. For, yeah, for, for a that. month left to live. He has a lot of hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. If he had been undergoing chemo, yes. Uh also, if cancer is really sucking your body dry, I'd imagine you'd be a little skinnier. And also, why are you, like, in what appears to be a bombed-out house? Yeah, I, I don't fucking know. Like a dilapidated, like, being torn down home in a wheelchair and not, like, in a home yeah, I, I, of some description. No clue. Because if he's getting chemo, someone's paying for it. Yeah. This is 2000. Or he'd go to a hospital and do it. 10. 2009? Yeah. 2009. Obamacare wasn't even a thing yet. Yeah. But he usually when you're undergoing chemo, you're at least close to a hospital. And you're very, very vis- physically weak. Yes. Um, and it sucks. It's not fun. For anybody. No. Especially not the chemicals. Chemicals don't have feelings. My chemical romance. <gasps> How do chemicals date? Uh, I can't make a Bond joke, damn it. <laughs> oh, man. You know that there's a fucking, like, uh, I don't want to say skit. Um, Bit? Joke? Like a, like a science class video. Oh, okay. Where they make like a James Bond joke. Ah, oh, got a yeah. Like, for like chemical bonding. Ah, oh, you know. I, it. I know. I've heard the line "bond ionic bond" before. Definitely. So, yeah. Um, um, research any, your chemistry, kids. Or don't. I'm, I'm not your dad. Uh, yeah, we're not your parents. And if you think that we're your parents, email uh, us. In. <laughs> yeah, you never write. Yeah. You never Come call. On. For all we did for you, <laughs> we brought you into this world, and by God, we could take you out. <laughs> Um, do so not yeah, call us daddy at you jerks at 69 cents special.com <laughs> delete <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so yeah the, the two main characters in this are lady and lady's sister yeah they're, they're ostensibly twins uh, one has a baby and they both get laid off in what we believe is Neil Breen forgetting how he wrote his movie um, it has to be because they're laid off in the exact same way in from different the, times in the movie from the exact same job after one of the care like the second person to get laid, the second woman to get laid off um, wing back yes um, lady with angel wing tattoos on back um, 
she was gung ho about like becoming a prostitute earlier in the film because she's like it's great money and because uh yeah early in the movie blonde girl they're both blonde but one of them is more like red more blonde yeah like platinum blonde or or paler girl yeah pale Uh, girl alien bikini Mm -hmm. um gets laid off from her job there's a bit of a tiny monologue about like greedy corporations i don't mean to cut you off you didn't um but i don't mean to stop your explanation okay uh, you would think, given the fact that she is wearing the alien bikini, uh-huh. that she would be the one Neil Breen would focus on, being an alien. Like using that as sort of a... There's a clue. Uh, like a something to guide the viewer. Yeah. But it's not. It's not. It's the angel wings one. Yeah, I just... I, just... I don't get it, Neil... Neil, you're really confusing me, Mr. bro. Mr. Breen? Mr. Breen, can you explain? Can you explain your film? I tried to explain it in my book report, but... But I got a D plus or minus? <laughs> like they did the plus or minus sign after you it? You gave me a delta. <laughs> <laughs> I got a gamma? <laughs> That's weird. Looks like a half Mr. Breen, I did a report on your movie and I got an epsilon. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't get it. I'm not Greek. It's all Greek to me. Hey. Uh, hey, yo, hey, hey. <laughs> no respect. He turned into Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. yeah. Um, if but, Rodney Dangerfield were still alive, do you think he'd be in a Neil Breen movie? I would hope. One can hope. God can only pray. Um, what if Breen was one of he us? He is. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> we don't need to finish the song then. Yeah. <laughs> Done. He is. Uh, now. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, so what a fateful finding. Sorry, mm-hmm. I I interrupted you. Yeah. Um. Pale, pale girl. Pale girl gets uh laid off. Laid off, and then her sister's like, "Hey, you sh- could try hooking. You could try hooking. It's money. It's good money. And I do it all the time. You have a kid. You need to take care of a kid. Yes, she has a baby. It is a fake baby. So I think um, she- is it a faker baby than was in American Sniper? Would you say? Ooh. I mean, they're both the same amount of fake, which is 100%, but did yes. it look? See, I think the problem with the one in American Sniper is it's center frame. Right. And you, you only ever see the baby in this one when it's if, in a if stroller. If you purposefully look at it, it's definitely fake. It's very clearly a doll. But I don't think... Like, yeah, they're not trying to make you believe that it's not. No, right, right, right. It's right. entirely possible that it's supposed to be fake. What, what if... She's just a crazy person. I mean, what if, man? What if God was one of us? What if Breen needed more RAM and that's why he came down to Earth? Because Micro Center sells RAM pretty cheap. What the fuck is Micro Center? It's an East Coast computer store. Oh. Um, it's like a Fry's Electronics, but like gooder. Is it gooder? I don't know. Um, <laughs> he, had to, he had to swing on down to Best Buy. <laughs> swing on down to Best Buy. Give me some of that Corsair DDR4. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Sounds like I'm. I just is there a part? It of, sounded like Corsair DDR4 was a monster truck. Is there a part of you that's a monster truck announcer? No, Sunday, 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 going down to your Corsair DDR4. Take a whole seat. You only need the air. When I was young, my brother was big into monster trucks. Yeah, uh, I think we went to at least one show. You yeah, so did like I. Monster Jam. 
I, I don't think I was a Monster Jam. Big Gravedigger fan. Um, I mean, Gravedigger was cool. He was green and black, and it was cool looking. Um, and he digs graves. Yeah, with giant tires. Which, that seems really efficient. It's big fucking tires. Uh, Crush cars. Um, Smoosh them. No, I went to a Monster Truck show once. I, it was It was in the Monster Jam series, but I don't know if it was the finals. Mm, got it. Um, but it also shared the night with some drag races. Oh. And I got to tell you, drag races are the least fun thing in the world. It's noise it's for a n- quarter mile. It's noise. And the race is over the second that you're aware that it's going. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Right. Um, That's that why I like watching me. the drag races that are of like normal ass people cars. <laughs> That's fun. It's like... <laughs> right when it's like basically rockets it's yeah. like i don't care yeah it's giant rocket engines Ooh, they're fast wow like, wow i don't understand like okay those are probably all basically the same specs right yeah i think so so what's the point is it just who puts their foot on the gas first if it's just a reaction uh speed contest then just give them like a pedal connected to a wire don't like build a car if it's for supposed it. to be a reaction speed contest give them both arcade sticks have them play street fighter 4 whoever can get their ultra off first is clearly the winner duh we have the technology or uh, put them in street fighter 3 and have them reenact uh evo moment 13 oh fuck when he blocked all the perfect yeah, where blocks he, where he parried all of chun Li's super if mm-hmm. they can parry all of chun Li's super they win yeah, that's some pretty impressive reaction speed. Keeping in mind, you have to jump and parry one of the hits. Oh, nice. You got to keep that in, in your you drag, remember. Racer bra- drag racer brain. You got to remember. Got to remember. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, something about Neil Breen coming wham. down to earth. Dead-o-tated wham. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, but uh, so... Wing Angel Girl was very gung ho on screensaver on the on, on the, the hooking on the hooking plan. <laughs> hooked on hooking. <laughs> hooked hooked on, on penis work. Hooked for on me. sex work. Yeah. Uh, and like she's really into it. But then when she gets laid off from a very similar job. Yeah. With very similar dialogue. There was no implication that she even had a job. Besides the sex work. Yes. Because, like, in early on, it's implied, like, oh, sister's the... The... The raunchy one. The, the sex worker. She's the corrupted by the world. And bright blonde lady is like, I, oh. I will say, the the sex work is not really portrayed in this film like an evil luckily it's not i think there is a very slight well it's more that they're on that she's on drugs when she's doing it the drugs are portrayed more as evil corruption is portrayed as the most evil right and i think from the actions of angel wing tattoo girl Mm -hmm. at the end of the movie it's treated as she needed a redemption sure but i think you're right in that the sex work seems tangential right it seems related to the drugs more than related to the like gang stuff. And which she, these are not a gang, by the way. And it's very clear that she's that it's a an act of desperation. Yeah, more or less, she needs the funds. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more an indictment of capitalism, really, mm-hmm. Comrade Breen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. Were you trying to do the Soviet? 
I almost went into uh, All You Need Is Love by The Beatles. <laughs> da, 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 da. That's not what that is. It's the intro. Love, love, love. Do, 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 do. Anyway. It starts with the French national anthem. Something like that. Because <laughs> that's what you were doing. Yeah. I can play it. Don't play a Beatles song. We're going to get sued by Apple Records. And Apple. The company. And Ringo. All separately. All you need is love. I've only ever heard... Like, what are you doing? Don't put it up... Hold on. Hold on. TJ. See? Okay. (laughs) I will... I will submit. It's been a long time since I've heard that yeah. song. I uh, I did not remember that it basically starts with the French it's yep. the French national anthem. When uh Is that the French national anthem that I'm thinking of? I dude, I don't Find me the French national anthem. French. The only time that I've heard it is in Casablanca. French national anthem. Uh no, I don't want to hear Parliament singing it. Who the fuck is Parliament? The French Parliament. Oh. Uh, is this it? Oh God! Is it? Oh God! Is this it? Shut up! Oh my God! Their anthem's dope. It's a lot more. Yeah, that's yep, what I was yep, thinking yep. of. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, now that right. we've really ruined this episode, ah, uh, we really rogered this one. Thanks, France. We really Rogers and Hammerstein this one. TJ, <laughs> Kevin, what was I getting at? I w- Angel Wing Girl, Redemption, Sex Work. Yeah, so it was. it's implied that like she requires a redemption not because of uh, the sex work, but because like... She, she is a spirit that has been in contact with corruption. Yeah. But has not fallen to it. I think so. Because he the kills wings. fucking everyone. Oh my god! She's not a fallen angel. Nah, she's a standing angel. She's a touched by an angel. <laughs> she's a touched by. <laughs> she's a little. She's a. She's a tad touched. Oh, I'm verklempt. Um, not what that means. Not at all. Uh, so now that we've completely overanalyzed. What is assuredly just and really we have one man's ramblings against politicians and really like who who am I to judge about that? No, I mean go for it. I've listened to me in the shower, right? Does anyone else rant in the shower? Do you do that? I, I brain rant. I I rant rant. Mm. I'm very annoying to have as a roommate. <laughs> I just rip ass and rant. <laughs> <laughs> rip ass and rant is my uh, that's my like stand up comedy album. <laughs> <laughs> or my uh three twin my triplet sons oh, rip, rip ass, ass and rant. rant rip smith ass smith <laughs> ass smith is my profession rant smith is kind of my profession <laughs> it's kind of this rant smith yeah yeah um rant smith is a cool like username hello it is me the rant smith I can construct a rant for you. I used to write all of, uh, what's that guy's name? 
was he on the daily show no did he show up on the daily show no uh he i don't want to get off a rant here oh he did sports announcing for a while oh what's his name? sports announcing yeah he switched to the nfl uh, what's what's his name bob no, no. dennis but not leary Uh, oh, it's gonna drive me fucking crazy. I don't. Hold on. I don't sports. Uh, I, hold on. Hold Is he on. currently a sportscaster? I don't know. Oh, oh, I know who you're talking about. Okay, Dennis. Um, I think he has a podcast. Yes, I know Dennis is a first name. It's O S C A R. I don't want to go. Up. Dennis Miller. Thank yeah, God. yeah. Fuck, I got there. Uh, he's an asshole, apparently. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like like many uh, comedians that uh, become irrelevant, uh, got him. He got real conservative real quick. Oof. Um, TJ tainted by the green. What's up? What is your favorite part? Any of scene, I am here now. Any scene involving German Weird Al? I think so. He only has like two lines. They're great though. Um. Yeah, he shoppers. He looks like. If Weird Al gave up and became a German teacher, yeah, it's it's pretty great. And God help us if Weird Al ever does give up, no, oh. because that'll be a sign. Yeah, that's one of the major signs of the apocalypse, I think. Yeah, because he's he's a he's a nice man, very very nice man, and genuinely just trying to make people smile. And he does a silly thing with an orb. Oh, does he do contact juggling? No. Oh, he he did he did a. A vine, I think, where oh, the 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 ladle, the floating orb. Oh yeah, <laughs> soup's it's ready. A, it's a it's a ladle up his sleeve. Haha, uh, <laughs> he's a silly man. He's a goofball, and I um, love him. He did make a Twinkie Wiener sandwich, though, and I think that, that is makes that him, is very close to a war crime. I think he is a war criminal. <laughs> Twinkie Wiener sandwich. Um, you want to talk desperate measures? <laughs> I think. It would require so desperate of measures for me to eat a Twinkie Wiener sandwich. He dipped it in milk. Yeah, I know. I don't think that's a desperate measure. I think that's just college. Calculated. That's true. Listen, you do stupid shit in college. Case in point. You experiment. We. I watched movies. Got him. Um. Yeah, I think. I think the those scenes are pretty good. I like. Trying to think of what the most memorable scene is. Oh, damn piece of garbage. Damn piece of garbage. Damn piece of garbage or beating up the the guy. Basically, anything with the gang is pretty yeah, that, memorable. It's, they are hilarious because most of them don't belong there. Can you imagine a group of people that were given less direction in a movie? There's no way in hell they were told anything but here's where you stand, here is your line. Yep. No, no way in hell. They probably got two takes. Yeah. Tops. Oh, I liked any part where he uh, freeze-framed everybody. Oh, those are fun. Uh, um, he does that a couple times. Um, it seems to be his main superpower. But now I want to talk about the Real worst quick. thing in the movie. What's the worst thing in the movie? And by worst, I mean the thing I hate the most. Sure, hit me. And that's uh, Neil Breen laying on top of girl oh, with yes. angel wings. Okay. When we say on top of, we, we do mean technically to the side of. Yeah, it's like a forced perspective looking thing. Um, which is probably done for her benefit. Thank God. Thank God. Um, and I would imagine is a fairly common trick. 
Yeah, maybe. If if a person is uncomfortable. Yeah, it, right, right, right. I was going to say, if the two actors are comfortable and everything is tidied up. And, like, on, honestly, like, depending socked on... Socked up and... Depending on what you can see, like... Maybe pants. Usually, like, if you can't see the waist, it's there's undies, pants. Undies, at least. There's pants. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Then, like, if they're both like, yeah, we're fine with it, then, yeah, that's... They actually and, lay And often of a pillow between people as well. Yeah. Just so it's not, like super uncomfortable listen i just don't want crotch touching crotch yeah this is a good christian movie i just don't want any spontaneous human eruption (laughs) spontaneous human eructation is called a burp sir no that's (laughs) i like how neither of us said eruption (laughs) spontaneous human eruption oh <laughs> Sorry, when people touch my crotch with with like bare skin, or when like my belly button touches another person's belly button, I uncontrollably burp. <laughs> <laughs> it's very weird, <laughs> and I don't want to belch directly in your face because I know the scene. Our faces are going to be close. Oh, yeah. Okay. So their faces are really close. Yeah. Borderline Eskimo kisses. She does nose boop with the mask. Uh, yeah. But that's very clearly someone. That mask is on someone's arm. Being yeah. held out over her. Yeah. Or because her. she seems way more comfortable with the mask. And it's like, oh my God. It's, oh, uh, it's like uncomfortable. You said, you said it has a very much like father daughter vibe. I don't know why it gives me that, but it's it makes me so much super older than uncomfortable. Her. Yeah, that was probably the age difference. And like, he's so like, he moves very slowly. And his expression of one is one of like Th- that's not that's not lust. No, it's or it's not a good kind of lust. No, it's not a relatable kind. Uh, it's not a kind you want. So that's probably the worst part of the movie. Yeah, and there's like two scenes of it, but it's the same footage repeated. Yes, for um, a long, long time. It's uncomfortably long. Um, <laughs> been there. Hey. Uh, <laughs> hey now. That's my sigmoid. Um. I don't know what that is, but it does not sound good. The sigmoid colon. <laughs> it's the S part of your colon. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because there's the ascending colon, uh-huh. the transverse colon, right. the descending colon, and the sigmoid And the colon. wiggly colon. And the wiggly bit. <laughs> Got it. And then the rectum and the anus. Rectum? I hardly knew him. Damn near killed him. <laughs> Other jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Insert 25 cents to hear more. <laughs> Zoltar. Zoltar will give you your fortune. And a joke. What's black and white and red all over? I don't know, Zoltar. What? The zebra I poached. <laughs> Jesus, Zoltar. <laughs> That's fucked up. Get away from me, you stupid child. I'm not... Why am I turning into John Lovitz? <laughs> John Lovitz is Zoltar. <laughs> And then my John Lovett slowly turns into uh, John Mulaney. Yes. Uh, um, something you'll never replace. John Mulaney's so funny. He's so funny. He's way funnier than us. He is amazing. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that's probably the worst part. Of- it's, it's the part that makes me like 
cringe. It's the, it's the most, you're a dirty old man, aren't you, Neil? Yeah. Because, like, with the, the no bras, it's like, oh. Okay, you're trying to sex up the movie, I guess. Yeah, but then when it's like, I'm going to lay on top of a young woman. He's, he's trying to Woody Allen. And I mean that <laughs> both in the Woody Allen is a gross person. And in the Woody pun? And in the, he was very clearly not a sex symbol. Mm-hmm. But was cast repeatedly as some type of sex god. Usually in a movie he was directing. I have not seen a single movie with Woody Allen in it. Keep that up. Okay. A con- slightly controversial film opinion of mine. I don't like him. Okay. I don't think he's very good. I just had no desire to see a Woody Allen film. Uh, you never will. Okay. They were okay in the 70s. It's a little before my time. A little bit. You were not born. I was not conceived yet. Uh, you were not even a twinkle in your daddy's eye. Or know. a wiggle. <laughs> you weren't a wiggle in your daddy's boss. <laughs> Can we get that phrase going? Oh. <laughs> that makes me when laugh. I was but a, a wee wiggle in my daddy's balls. <laughs> I don't know what voice I was doing when I did that. I don't that. know, but that's uh, um, A+. Plus. I would not recommend this film to my mom. I would probably skip her right to Fateful Findings. Yes. And I actually, you know what? I did, in fact, do that. Did you? Yeah, I got my mom and her uh, friend to watch Fateful Findings. That's awesome. They were very enthused. So, not to, like, end this episode on a downer. Yeah, But the next movie's way better. (laughs) The next movie is so much fucking better. But let's rank this one among the four. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, the four... I mean, I kind of already did that for me. Yeah, the... uh, So, now I will do it. Yeah, do it. The four... Faithful Findings number one. Absolutely. Um, which we will reiterate next episode. Oh, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out where to put this one. Do I like it better than Pass Through? Probably. Pass Through... Pass Through's got some incomprehensible shit to me. Like, yeah. more so than this movie. This movie's like, I get it, but it's what? bad. I can't really place Pass Through or Twisted Pair. Twisted Pair, I... Oh, do you like do you like this movie more than Twisted Pear? That's a trickier question, because as we will explain in our Twisted Pear episode, once we get there, Twisted Pear seems the most experimental. It does. In terms of Neil Breen trying new things with movie making. Mm -hmm. And it is amazing. Um, In the sense of like, oh, my God, I've never seen this from Neil Breen before. Sure. But does that make it good? I'm trying to f- figure out if it's more entertaining. Because there are parts that are way worse. Because like, okay. Although there's one scene that might make up for it. A, a funny bad movie uh-huh. is one that fails to do what it sets out to do, but does it in an amusing way. Mm-hmm. Does this movie do that? I think it succeeds on that. What like, do you mean? it succeeds in the sense that it is trying to do something and fails to do it. That's right. My like, it succeeds at being a good bad movie, quote sure. unquote. Uh, okay, but wh- okay. So what is it trying movie. to do? That's the thing with your brain question. <laughs> yeah, is that what are you what are you getting at, man? Because with fateful findings and pass through and twisted pair, they all have. They all have very particular genres. Yeah, they have very clear, like, genres they're working with. Here's what I'm trying to do. That's a good point. I Am Here Now doesn't really feel like it has a place that it's sitting in. Right. 
What's it trying to be? It feels more like a meditation than a movie. That's what I'm saying. Is it meditative then? I mean, God, no. Does it Does it make you... <laughs> does it levitate you off the ground? <laughs> does it give me the same effect as a stick of incense burning? If you did yoga to this movie... If that incense smelled like dog shit... <laughs> oh, what's that? Patchouli? No. <laughs> Way worse. That's not my dog's name. Um, <laughs> That's not my dog. <laughs> Don't own a dog. Wish I did. Um, no dogs were harmed in the making of this film? I think Pass Through, not Pass Through, Twisted Pear mm-hmm. fails more spectacularly at what it's trying to do yes. than I Am Here Now does. Absolutely. I will agree with that. And I might consider that, for me, more entertaining. Yes. Because it's a larger, more explosive car wreck. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right? I think because of its ambition. Yes. Because a good, bad movie has ambition. And it, I mean, uh, Twisted Pair definitely has ambition because it has a sequel tease. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, very, very temporarily, so, I forgot which movie was which. Oh, I know. They all blend together after a period um, of time. But so I think I'm going to put I Am Here Now third. Yeah. In the third place. I think that's fair. None of these movies, in my opinion, are ones to necessarily miss because they're all mind-blowing in different ways. Double Down. Other than Double Down because that's not one we're watching. I mean the ones we're covering. Sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. I would not say do not watch this film. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say on a sort of inebriation scale, mm-hmm. this one wants to wants to be at about a three yeah. out, of, out of five. Yeah. Okay. I think... I like a like a like a five out of ten rather than a three out of five got it instead of like a two and a half so like it, you ten five and five out of ten yeah um i think the <laughs> this actually could be a segment for these movies hmm. how would it how would it feel watching inebriated or high drunk choose your poison yeah where poisoned where legal well what when when under the poison condition yeah um Poison, not toxic. And you don't so want to be for, taking more damage. Exactly. And so for I Am Here Now, how would it play out in people's heads when under those effects? It, and to me, mm-hmm. with I Am Here Now, when you're high or drunk, at least for me, mm-hmm. it has to keep grabbing attention. Yes. Because like my attention will drift way easy. Yeah. Like, my brain is just fucked up. And I Am Here Now is so slow and methodical. Mm-hmm. That it sort of just becomes background noise after a while. Here's the thing with me. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I watched I Am Here Now, mm-hmm. while... Under uh, the effects. Well, under various effects. Mm-hmm. Legal effects. Legal. Completely legal. Uh, FBI. <laughs> um, after sniffing cat urine. After sniffing cat urine. Uh, <laughs> it became just the memorable scenes yes the rest of it was yeah i will agree it it becomes background noise so it's it's kind of a good one whilst you're waiting for things to hit yeah because at that point i think you'll still be able to pay attention enough to be like this is a bad movie and then once things hit it's over and you can move on unless you're on mushrooms Oh, this See, one's probably never... the best one for mushrooms. I, I wouldn't know. You will cause... you will have a terrible, terrible time, a terrible trip. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I've never done... Neither have I. Mushrooms. I, I just know roughly what the... Mm-hmm. Interesting. Fun fact. They're legal in, in the United States. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. They're, they're not a... They're not um Controlled substance. Yeah, they're not a controlled substance. Because oh, they're just mushrooms. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, so, fun fact, kids. Don't do drugs unless you, you're safe. Of legal it. age and have your keys locked away. Um, be safe. Be safe. Use responsibly. We're not your dads. But we care. But we care about you, Damn shoppers. It. So, join us next week. When we... When we have a, a magical day. A magical fucking day. I love Neil Breen. Play me out. Play me out. I don't even know what music I'm going to use. Well, uh, we'll find out right now. I'm not ready for this. Cruz's biological mutant warfare plan must be stopped. I've hacked into just about all the information. You're gone. No more books!